everybody, welcome to the Tail Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for downloading. <laughs> What's wrong with July 4th? Why don't you like July 4th? It's just okay for me. Lots of fireworks. I know, but we never end up doing anything because everybody's like kind of, are you going to do anything? Are you going to do anything? Are you going to do anything? And then it's like nobody ends up doing anything yeah. except like sitting in the yard. Yeah, so. you know that those not, those couple years that we did at the church picnic, mm-hmm. that was really nice. I, I enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. Me too. And then, the, the, then the, two years ago, uh, it stormed and we couldn't do it. And right. this, this year was, was COVID. COVID. Mm-hmm. I just like. Oh, hi, everybody on the table. Hi. I just, I don't like stuff like that, like New Year's Eve parties and Fourth of July oh, parties. See, I, I want a New Year's Eve. <clears throat> aren't supposed to end early. And that's why, like, if I get invited to a New Year's Eve party that I know is going to end, like, before midnight, then I'm not going. Or if I get invited, who ends it before midnight? Nah, I don't want to say. Uh, or if like people like have a Fourth of July. I got bed early. What can I say? Or or if people have a Fourth of <laughs> July thing and they're like not going into the night for fireworks and stuff like that, there's like there's like no point. No, I usually stay up on New Year's Eve. I usually stay up. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Merritt won't because she she falls asleep. But I like to stay up and watch. You know, flip over to the New Year. The best the best Fourth of July I've ever been to in terms of like fireworks was a, a Fourth of July on the beach. Mm. Because there's just a big pier and there's like professional fireworks going off, but then all up and down the, the beach there are people doing their personal fireworks. Really? Yeah. And it's so it's just like but fireworks. Is it crowded? Uh, not too bad. I mean not cra- more, like any more crowded like than it, you know. But it's just nice like being on the beach during the day. And like you join them, and then as it gets nighttime, you dry off, and you're sitting there, and then the fireworks happen and stuff like that, and then just like the added like, like grilling while while you're on the beach, like having those burgers where you like have to like hold the whole thing in your hand and mm-hmm. stuff, so you like to put everything on the burger. I don't know, I just something about that. Well, that's nice. I've noticed the older that I've gotten, which is not that old, right? But, thirty, right? Right. The the more thirty I am, mm-hmm. the more thirty I am. The more I realize that I don't really like to like pack up and go places. Oh, I yeah. just want to be home and you know. This rather, you're preaching to the choir, right? No, 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 no. At the house, I'd rather do fireworks at that. I'd rather do everything at the house where I don't have to pack this, up and go be in crowds. I am kind of that way, but not exactly. So this is a thing that Kim is starting to, is hopefully starting to learn from me. Mm-hmm. Is like I'm up she's for in like the next room. Yeah, she's in the next room, so she she can tell me <laughs> if not. But I'm up for going to Universal. I'm yes, up for going same. out, I'll doing all that stuff like that. But I, what I am not up for is eight in the morning on, on my day off. Hey, you want to go to Universal today? No. <laughs> like if you had asked me like a week ago, then like I would a hundred percent been on board. Like yeah, let's plan, let's do it. And that's like anything. Like I hate last minute stuff. Same. I am not a last minute same. person. And her and her family is the exact opposite of me. So they'll be like. Let's go to Paris. We're doing Thanksgiving this year. Okay, what are we having? What are we having? Oh, I don't know. We'll figure it out later. No. Like, no we've I, need, I need to know now. We've already planned Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. We have too. Yeah. Yeah. We've I just planned. like having... Because to me, part of the enjoyment of a thing is the anticipation of it. Like, mm-hmm. looking forward to it. Like, I think we were talking about that one year mm-hmm. for vacation. Like, part of the fun of vacation is, like, thinking about what you're going to do... Planning stuff out, just like daydreaming while you're miserable at work on a certain day, like works rough, like, oh man, just in two months, I'm gonna be on the beach, just relaxing. Like, that to me is a huge part of the enjoyment of things, is the anticipation to it. Kim and Tatiana would get along because Tot could just wake up and be like, you know what? I feel like driving to Jacksonville today. I'm like, "Mm, no. Yeah, Kim's that way for sure. I would not do that. So I'm not very spontaneous in that. But I do like to go places, but I like planned out stuff. And, And even like with. Even with small stuff, like, I, if we, if I could get her to, I would plan what we're having for dinner Saturday night. Oh, I don't plan Just that. because, like, That's food. Cause I, don't do that. I can, like, think about it and enjoy about it. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to order this or I'm going to get that or we're going to make this. And I can, like, think about it in advance and it, like, heightens my enjoyment no, of it. No, I'm more of the, what do I want? Yes, that's what I'm gonna have tonight. Well, we do that too, obviously, but like when because we, we try to stay healthy throughout the week. Right. So when we're having like chicken for the third time that week and like broccoli and healthy stuff, you're already I can, like, like I can't wait for the cheat I'm gonna day. have I'm gonna have wings on Saturday night and some French fries. Do you call it cheat day or do you just call it like oh we get to eat what we want? Uh yeah, I guess yeah. 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 Which one? Uh, cheat day. But I'm not okay. like, we're not, I'm not like super like hardcore like no carbs like like I have a piece of toast in the morning. Right. So I'm not like super hardcore healthy, but like I'm somewhat healthy. Mm-hmm. Well, carbs aren't 
horrible. It's just the amount of carbs. Right. And tight, too. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Because sweet potatoes, yum. Yeah. Well, and this, that's the, 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 oh, piece of, the piece of toast I have in the morning is like the sprouted Ezekiel bread. So it's like the healthiest form of bread you can have. Sweet potato with cinnamon butter, though. Maybe not. <laughs> and that's the thing, like... <laughs> that kind of ruins it later. <laughs> I'm just saying, but it's really good. That's why the only vegetable I can eat, like, and be healthy with it, is broccoli. Because any other vegetable just doesn't taste good to me unless you, like, put butter in it and all I that. love broccoli. Yeah, me too. I can do it buttered. I can do it oil with salt and pepper and roasted garlic. That kind of thing. Broccoli and cheese. Broccoli and cheese. <laughs> Which is not healthy. <laughs> it is for keto. Oh, Marsha's joining us from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Hey, so, she said she was going to go fishing, but ice storm, so they're not fishing. Oh, oh ice storm. Yeah, it was 90 degrees today in Florida. <laughs> but rather than. I, I looked that up this morning, and I was like, oh, I, I wonder, I wonder like, you know, maybe we get like the 85, the, the worst, whatever, and it said 90 degrees by like 3 o'clock, and I was like, it's almost November, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand it's Florida, and we're not going to have like a ton of like 30 degree nights and stuff like that, but like... Get it down to like the 60s at That's night. That's right. You know? I agree. I'm be, like 50s and 60s I'd be happy with. I'm going to be miserable with my trick-or-treat costume th Saturday night because it's it's real heavy and a lot of, cl of cloth. Do you really have a costume? No. No. I think that's Oh, I was really interested. He doesn't seem like the costume type. I love to dress up. And this year, I have had no desire. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I can understand. It's a lot of work to uh, well, get a costume. there's no like competition that. this year, so uh, therefore... That's right. You thrive in the competition. I do. A little bit. Yeah. Maybe next year we can go back to the trunk or treat thing. Yeah. I've never been to a costume party. I've always wanted to, but like I've never been to a costume party, invited to a costume party because I don't know. It, it's to me, it's one of those things that like sounds like a fun idea, but like the execution of it, and then like you have to be in the costume the rest of the night and just. Well, that's why you gotta really be careful what you like. Yeah. If it was a party for the rest of the night, I would pick something that I'm gonna like for the rest be of the comfy night. Be comfy. Yeah. Yeah. Do like that's, the. The extra head, the conjoined twins, like Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah. I have a question about the thing Saturday. Yes. Um, so is it to where we just go up there like anybody, or is it specific people at those specific times? Um, what we were trying to do is make sure that we had people during those times. Okay. So, uh, Which what, I haven't checked. Right. Do we, we have we, people? We, we need people in the six to seven times okay. uh, time slot is what Julie told me today. She's kind of heading that aspect of it up. So we do need people in the six to seven time uh, slot specifically. And what would they and actually be doing? We're going to be distributing popcorn and candy. Like uh, already done up? Yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things, one of the rules are guidelines for this thing is everything has to be done up. You have to wear gloves to distribute it. They're not making us wear a mask, but they do suggest it. Mm -hmm. And uh, they don't want the kids reaching in and getting candy out of anything. Right. They want us to, to, to hand it to them. Right. And um, we're going to pop popcorn. That's the plan. we got a generator, and we're going to pop popcorn and have little bags of popcorn to give out. And the, what our plan is is to give popcorn until we have no popcorn left and then do candy. Okay. Yeah. Are we going to give out some of those fake $20 bills that Christian bookstores used to sell? Yeah. <laughs> Where you open it and it's like disappointed? Well, you wouldn't be if you accepted Jesus. Yeah. 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 Except they're $100 bills right is now. Is it? Yeah. Me, yeah. And, me and Angel joked about that we were going to give tracks out. Because, you know, like with vendors at your wedding, mm. you're supposed to, like, tip them. So I said, can we just give them tracks? Is that he okay? He said no. No, that's what he wants to do. Uh, you don't see, you uh, but don't we see. are, we are, you know, and we do, it would be nice to have some people there, uh, and I was going to kind of work on that uh, tomorrow. You know, for me, this kind of event is really not like the hard sell evangelism, mm -hmm. but you always want to be prepared in case somebody comes there and says, hey, your church, you know. Yeah. Well, um, I just, I think I got confused because I know like revivalist group, we were just going to come up there and like hang out, like, yeah, please you know, do. that kind of thing. Please do. And then when I saw the time slots, I'm like, well, maybe they only want a certain amount of people at a no, certain time. No, we won't. We're just trying to guarantee that we have people gotcha. to work, you know, because okay. like Julie is kind of headed up that part mm -hmm. and she, she wants to be, be able to walk around with her kids. So right. she didn't want to have to commit to being there right. from five to seven or whatever. Gotcha. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit of both. We want to make sure that we got the time slots filled. But anybody wants to come up there. Yeah. So w one thing that we didn't want to have happen is a lot of times we'll have people come up like you're talking about. Right. So that they get there at, say, 5 o'clock, and they hang around. So they got plenty of help. Right. And then everybody Disappear. leaves at 6.15, mm -hmm. we have nobody to help. Right. You know, so that was another thing. Okay. To, 
How full is this parking lot going to be with like all the different businesses and stuff? I don't know. I don't know how many people signed up. It may just be us and the sheriff's department. I don't know. Are other churches involved in it, or I, I don't know. We we got this email from uh, from um, Darla Huddleston is it could who, be, who, who could the be email came from. Prank. But Samantha Merritt, you guys know who Samantha Merritt is. Mm-hmm. Samantha Merritt, she's a realtor here in town. She's working in in cooperation with the Boys and Girls Club and the sheriff's department. And so she, she's been kind of coordinating it, but Miss Della at the share at the uh, Youth Center, yeah, yeah it, that's who we check in with when we get there on Saturday. Gotcha. So it's it's kind family. of a yeah, she's a sweet lady. Uh, it uh, it's it's a, a concerted effort. It, it, it and like I said this past Sunday, it, it kind of has changed and evolved a little bit mm-hmm. and gotten bigger as more people got involved, which I'm excited about that. Uh, you know, I think there's been so much. We're not doing anything. We're not doing anything. Everybody's scared to do anything. You know, and, and now that we're doing this, I think it's yeah. kind of a, a neat good. opportunity. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Which reminds yeah. me, I forgot my candy tonight. Me Sorry. too. Well, as long as you got it, we'll... I can bring it sat- or, yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to buy a little bit more, hopefully, hopefully some coming. Because, the, like I said, the plan is is to hand out popcorn. And then when we start running lower out of popcorn, and it depends on what kind of demand we have, you know. I, I think it'll be pretty steady. So Every... is there trick-or-treating happening down that... It's what, that's what it is supposed to be like trunk or not the neighborhood. Yeah. It's the yeah. Oh, I don't know about down there where Julian, yeah. Tim and Julie live. I don't know if they're doing it in an organized way. I don't know if Julie's the owner or not. Maybe she can call if she is. Come on, but, Julie. Uh, but I'm assuming probably not. Because see, I heard it. that they were gonna do. Um, you go one way and you come back up another way, so okay. that it's like. I haven't heard that. But I heard that because Angel was saying they were they were um, mowing those. Um, sidewalks and mm. everything. All I know is, uh, Julie just joined. Uh, Julie, are they doing um, trick or treat, truck or treat, whatever on your street this year? This is kind of the question we're asking. I can't hear you. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. And, and the, the candy, the first, the candy uh, goes so fast yes. on that thing, just like so fast. Yeah. It's crazy. That's the reason well, we're uh, dividing it in half. Ooh. I was going to say, I'm not good at handing out candy because if I like the costume, I'm like, Bye for you. <laughs> and when I'm just like, oh, that's a cute one. So Julie says, nope. nope. No. Yeah. So then it's really just that? Yeah, I'm assuming so. I, I think probably there's some churches that are probably going to do a trunk mm-hmm. or treat. Somebody told me that a church did a trunk or treat this past Saturday. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. So let's get controversial. Ooh. What do you guys think is the age limit oh. for being allowed to trunk Christians or treat? Trunk or, or oh, no. no. Trick, trick or treating or not. What, what do you think is the age limit for kids being allowed to trick-or-treat? Twelve. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good age. I think you can dress up at any age because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to. One, the ones that kind of aggravate me a little bit the is when it's 17, 18 years old, uh, and all they've done is put some lipstick on their face, and they come up there with a Walmart <laughs> bag, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, free candy. If you're old enough to trick-or-treat without your parents, then you're probably too old. No, I love the ones that... Aaron says 15. What? No way. 15 is way too old. Kayla says 12. I say 12. 12, Anybody else? 12, 13, maybe 14 if they're trying real hard. about 8th grade and under? Like 8th grade and under? Because that's the 12, 13. Yeah, yeah. How do y'all feel about 57? It's too old. (laughs) Too old. No, I, um... My favorite are the ones with the, like, literal newborn babies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> yeah. I want candy for my is your, baby. Is your baby eating this candy? <laughs> Those are my favorite. If I, wasn't, okay. if I wasn't a Christian, I would turn people away. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the ones we should just give a track to. Yes. Right? Pencils. Yes. Pencil. You're like, this is for your, your kid's future my, education. My baby can't use that pencil. Oh, can he use small, candy? Small bag of carrots. <laughs> formula. Yeah. Okay. They would probably like that. I know. Probably... I was going to say, formula does cost a baby, lot of money. Baby food. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I would maybe allow 13, 14 if they're like still in the spirit of it, like, going out yeah. and, like, having a costume. Mm-hmm. And, like, if they're, like, 14 with, like, a younger brother or something right. like that, a younger sister, yeah. then I, I, would, yeah. I would think I would be okay with that. Aaron says if you can drive, you're too old. You can drive at 15. Not by yourself. Not by, yeah. But you can still drive. Ish. So we're putting Luke in charge of who can get candy and who cannot. 
Be asking for ID. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to see some ID. <laughs> and if they have if they start to pull an ID out, you already know they're too old. Yeah. I can't believe that I'm not into it this year. I think just like wedding stuff and we're trying to get the yard cleared out and stuff. I just haven't thought about Halloween. Yeah. Ooh, what about but the parents? Do, like, what about the parents that like think they're sneaking and like bring their kids around a second time? It's like we definitely remember you coming through here. Like Yeah, but y'all got good candy. <laughs> yeah. So if I ever I'm in a home that's not associated with a church, I'm like <laughs> you know, if you're too old, if I've seen you before, if you don't live in this neighborhood Keep walking. I think I've told this story before, but at, uh, about five or six years ago, y'all know my mom's husband, yeah, Red. Yeah, mom. Mm -hmm. No, her husband, oh. Red, mm -hmm. who has the white beard, white hair, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Well, we left him with the candy bowl sitting at the house to hand out on the porch, hand out candy, while we went trick-or-treating. While we were coming, or trick-or-treating, when we were coming back, we heard little kids running away from him. And was like, Santa just gave me... Candy for Halloween. <laughs> but he never tells kids, like, he is, he is but he never says no. All no. he says is, well, have you been good this year? Mm -hmm. Like that. And they're like, yes, sir, like that. So he never says yes or no, but but it was just funny because kids were like, Halloween? I may go there, when I, I may yeah. go there when I get a little bit older. Grow up Because I'm, I'm quite, quite a bit of white here now. And I would love it. You gotta grow your head hair out too, though. Oh, I'll do it. You know, my kids really do think you're Santa. Yeah. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. We joke about it, but they're like, but no, really. He is Santa. That's why he's obsessed with Santa. <laughs> Just don't, all I gotta say is on Christmas Eve, don't come call me. Oh, that, that, that's, that's another good question. How old do you think is too old to, to be, be in, to believe in that Santa? stuff? Yeah. It's 57. <laughs> I was going to say, I still believe. That's younger, I think. You think so? Yeah, I would say, well. I would say 10, maybe. There's though. controversy around that, too, like, in Christian community, so. Oh, give me a break. You know, because. Yeah, um, if you re rearrange the letters of Santa, it's Bill Satan. <laughs> well, no, just the thing of, like, lying to your kids, I think, is somebody's. Like, well, who don't lie to their kids? <laughs> I know, I tell them I don't have money all the time. <laughs> it's only half true. Aaron said that was a horrible question, Luke. <laughs> we you, all, like, diverted. Did you down. believe when you were little? Oh, yeah. And how awesome was that? Like, wait, yeah. And I don't ever remember having that traumatic experience of, like, being told. Oh, I had to go see a psychologist. It's just like, obsessed. yeah, we're not, we're not telling our kids, we're, we're just, not, we're not telling our kids, like, do you hate fun? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, my kids believed, I think, well, we still joke like we all still believe, but. Joke? I, I want to say, well, it's for other people that we just joke about it, but right. we really believe. But, um, probably like seven. That's a good age. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere between seven Taylor and says ten. second graders is questioning. Yeah. And plus, yeah, plus, like, if your kid goes to public school. Right. That's I mean, where I found out. Some kid told me. Yeah. And I went home and asked my mom, and she had to tell me. But yeah, like, it's just oh, like, it's so much, like, fun, like, your kid being excited and, like, like trying to stay up, and they can't stay up, and, like, going out into, like, the... I hope Marsha's kids aren't listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen at your own risk. <laughs> She's this is this is a PG PG thirteen. I'll put a disclaimer at the beginning of the audio podcast. Um, like going to sleep, like with the tree being empty and waking up the next morning, and there's just presents all under it. Did y'all do a, a present from Jesus though? No. Nope. Wow. Okay. Definitely better Christian parents. Well, well, who? Well, then you can just get into that. Like, who brought more gifts, Santa or Jesus? No, I. We only did. Um, like, one big gift from Santa. Because the rest of it, I bought that. Okay? Like, I spent my money on those presents. So we had a big um, gift from Santa, a gift from Jesus, and then the rest was mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and stuff like that. Huh. Funny how, like, my, my parents did all, all from Everything Santa. Everything was Santa. Yeah. yeah, no. I worked too hard for those gifts. <laughs> They're going to be from me. You're going to know it. Yeah, but do you think your kids are really that thankful? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes later, they they completely forgotten that you Play, gave it to them. Playing with the box. Yeah. 
No, we've had Christmases before, like, with my mom over and stuff, where they're like, who gave us that? Like, we don't even know. that We just, we really don't even, like, talk about it as much as it's just open gifts, so. Are you, like, one of the sticklers, like, you only get one gift at a time? And oh, no, we all, like, tear into, tear them. into them. We're done in, like, five minutes. <laughs> if you watch, if you watch our home videos, <laughs> my mom has, has this thing, and she still has this thing where... I don't, I don't know how she got this or where she got it from, but she thinks you have to open your stockings first. But we that's that last. no, 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 last, right? Yeah, it's we do ours last. Yeah, you, you have to open them up last, and you'll like watch home videos where the first thing one of us will go to is the stocking. She's like, no, you got to open your stocking last. <laughs> it's like I'm just a kid. Let me open what I want to open, man. We do it last because we just don't think about it first, though. Did you get good stuff in your stocking? No, it's is just that like, why? like no. You know what? This year at the house, you ordered it. When you say, you immediately say, where's my stockings? <laughs> <laughs> stockings aren't usually like the the big gifts. It's like candy and like... Marsha had to run the kids I, out of the room. Yeah, because we were telling all the secrets. Now, my, the stockings, we usually do candy. And like little, like I put socks in there, like little... Mm. My mom has the same pattern, which I like. She does like candy. She'll do like beef jerky. Yeah. She'll do like some kind of like thing particular to us so like she'll get me hot sauce a lot of times right. and stuff like that and things on in that like you know in that stocking stuffers did your mom always have to and dad have to like make sure it was equal as far as like Lord, things with yes. clay and Luke? yes that drives me crazy same it drives me crazy well, I, I, don't think, I, don't think was, like, I don't think that was on our end though i think that was probably on mom's end yeah definitely well, yeah she, because we feel guilty like if we get one more present for one kid Oh yeah, and not so much the, the hers is more about the amount spent. Oh, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and and I I don't care. Get them what they want. Right. You know, and if if one of them wants fifty dollars worth of stuff, and and another one wants ten, then yeah, let's go with that. You know? My parents were never when we were growing up. They were never big on like if we were in the store, like mom, buy me buy me a toy. They're like, no, you need a toy. But like at Christmas time, yeah, they go and still even to this day they go all yeah, they out for Christmas. I lived with them during Christmas time. And I, I saw. <laughs> yeah, it, it, they, <laughs> they go, take care of their babies during Christmas. Yeah, even sure. like now that I'm like 30 years old, like they want to like spend a bunch yeah. of money on us, which I'm not. I'm not complaining. Don't complain. <laughs> Don't complain. Yeah. I, I wanted to be adopted for that Christmas. Like, you want my lips too? <laughs> Merritt Mer says stuff about me making a big deal about Christmas, but she does too. Yeah. She really, really does yeah. too. Just in a different way. Yeah. Ooh, what's your favorite, like, besides the presents and stuff mm -hmm. like that, what's your favorite Christmas tradition that you guys do? Um, the Christmas Eve, we um, make tacos, which is not Christmassy at all. But... Tacos are easy, so right, then right, the rest right. of the night we bake cookies. Yeah. And when so, I was a kid, we used to do hamburgers on Christmas. Yeah, because yeah. it's easy, but then yeah. so we can spend more time baking mm -hmm. the cookies. But that's my favorite thing with my niece and my nephew and my kids. Yeah. To bake. People listening, you should type in your favorite because we're, yes. we're going to shout. I would like to hear your favorite. Just I'm curious. But what, what do you think? What do you think? You, what about you? What's your favorite um, Christmas tradition? My favorite favorite Christmas tradition now is Christmas Eve when all the kids are at the house and we have the meal together mm -hmm. and um, everybody opens their presents and we eat a big meal together and everything. That's my, my favorite right now. I mean, we have several others that I really, really like, but um, those that's my favorite yeah. right now. What about you? Mine is probably we do a sushi night. Yeah. And we try to like watch a movie or like do the the kids do a gingerbread house and stuff like that. And we do they get like a big huge thing of sushi, and just because I like sushi and stuff yeah. like that, that's probably my favorite. When I was a kid, just like the whole we had this whole schedule of of Christmas. So we would go to my mom's parents on Christmas Eve, mm -hmm. have Christmas there. My mom was adamant that we had to be home for Christmas Day, so we'd drive all the way home on Christmas Eve night. Wake up in the morning, have Christmas morning with just our immediate mm -hmm. family, and then go to my dad's parents for Christmas, wow. like afternoon and lunch. That's a lot of driving. Kenny, I'm assuming it's probably Dina. Uh, Santa was Jesus' delivery man in the Burns house. Um, yeah. I just expected some kind of remark. No, no. Uh, Julie says that. Uh, her mom would line every wall in the house with wrapping paper. That's kind of cool. That. That's cool. And That's cool. Uh, Kim Kimberly Crane, who's actually just right uh, 
she's Next right time. near our international studios here. Um, <laughs> biscuits, grandma's biscuits and gravy Ooh. on Christmas morning. Look forward to it. I have you. had her grandma's biscuits and gravy, and they are pretty fire. That's good. They're real good. When biscuits and gravy, because uh, I'm not a, I am not a breakfast person. Like, yeah. I don't like breakfast foods. Like, I, mainly because like most breakfast foods are sweet. And yeah. I don't like a sweet, I like, I like food foods. Salty and savory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And but biscuits and gravy are one of those things that I like. When, when yes. people can make them right, they are just like. Shauna makes so, good biscuits. Shauna right. does. Mm -hmm. My mom's mom is like, she's not a it's cook. Steph's phenomenal, too. If she's still on. Yeah. She makes that, that chip beef in it. Um, gravy. Mm. Oh, man, that's really good. Mm. Steph's number one dish is baked spaghetti. Well, yes. Hands down. That's, that's her. I make baked spaghetti too from her recipe, and my kids still like her spaghetti. <laughs> I'm like, it's the same thing. They're like, no, it's not. <laughs> so I don't know what I do differently. That's what? Any other traditions coming up? Uh, Julie says, now it's just sitting by the Christmas tree with the house lights dim. Oh, should I keep reading? Uh, with the house lights <laughs> dim and the fireplace on, snuggling with my babies with hot chocolate. Oh, I love that. That's cute. Yep. Yeah. I love Christmas. Can we just skip to Christmas now? Yeah. Well, Thanksgiving Day. Oh, yeah, I and love Thanksgiving. Christmas. Yeah, I love that. And this year, it's going to be really good. It's going to be like old school. Yeah, we're going, uh, Clay and uh, Samantha and the kids and Luke and Kim are going with Merritt and I, and we're going to my mom's uh, south of here and having Thanksgiving Day. Yay. And, you know, so that's really good. And that's what we used to, when we were younger, we did that every year. And mm -hmm. it was like, it was when... His grandmother was still alive. My great grandmother, mm -hmm. she died. She didn't die until she was ninety-eight. Wow! And we would have like all her ten kids, mm, her, not her, all her nine kids, all of their kids, all of their kids' kids, and everyone would bring dishes, and it would be like over a hundred people there. Wow! Like yeah, and it was huge. It was crazy. Wow! And when she passed, it kind of it's kind of slowed down, slowed down, but it's still at the. The sisters still mm -hmm. all hang out, and mm -hmm. it's still a pretty big thing. Kayla says Christmas Eve is baking cookies, and Christmas morning is waking up 5 a.m. to open presents and cook breakfast for family. Mm. Marcia says making snowmen and drinking hot chocolate when she lived in Oregon, um. but now watching the kids open their presents. I know a tradition. I was going to say, where is she getting snow in Florida? <laughs> I know a tradition that I used to have when I, when I was even older and used to live at home. I would leave Santa a very rude <laughs> note. <laughs> The and night, a terrible snack. A terrible snack and like very, very insulting to him. And then the next morning, Santa would reply in kind with a very hateful reply. Wow. <laughs> we did that one year, not hateful, yeah. but Tatiana left um, a note for Santa and he wrote her back and told her how good she was doing in school and how proud he was of her. For oh, how old was she? Um, probably like, well, she was in school, so kindergarten, first grade, yeah. somewhere in there. But she was just like beside herself because yeah. she's like, he wrote me back. <laughs> and his handwriting was awful. When Joel and Hope was staying with us, uh, Santa's reindeers uh, made a mess in our front yard. Yep. Had some droppings. And they ate the carrots and stuff like that too, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. so cute. All right, you guys ready for a viewership to go down? Yeah. <laughs> get all <laughs> spiritual. Let's get spiritual. So we don't, we don't have a lot of time, but they I think... They just ignored me on that one. Yeah. yeah. I was... <laughs> But that was before my time. <laughs> Whatever, you still know the, the song. The song you're referencing is before my time. Just it's because before I'm, mine, I know, too. I, just because I'm cultured. Man, was it, though? It, well, I was like two. It was the 80s song, right? Yeah. You were kidding the 80s. Like two. Hmm. Early 80s? I was, I was born. Okay, okay, okay. Whatever you say, man. <laughs> All right, so Sunday. Sunday, mm -hmm. Sunday, Sunday. You continued on your, um, was it a series about faith? Uh, yes. You consider your series about faith. And um, you got to have it. You got to have faith. Yes, you do. Now, what you about that? that song? Yeah, I do know that song. <laughs> but they, only because they came out with a heavy metal version of it. Wow. Where, I don't know who came, it was like some band came out with a heavy metal version of it. Because you got to have faith, the faith, the faith. <laughs> don't say the rest of the I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well... Since we're low on time, I have a ton of notes here, but Whoa. since we're low on time, where, where do you want to start about your Sunday sermon? Like, where, where, maybe the genesis of your idea or, you know? Um, really, it was, it was just really that basic concept is there, there, there are understood authorities in the world around us, and whatever we're listening to is going to have an effect on us. And so the authority that's speaking into your life, is it helping you or... Right. Um, 
causing right. issues and problems. And, 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 and just because, you know, a lot of times people may not consciously, and I don't know if I really articulated that really well, they may not consciously say that's an authority. If it's an authority, it's an authority. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it's going to be impacting your life. Mm -hmm. Right. What, what, what ways do you guys think, because I mean, there, there are obvious ways I think Christians can point into, well, yeah, any of the things that are happening. What are some ways that you think Christians can slip into that where... It's almost by accident that they're allowing these things to have authority and to speak in their lives and to sort of, in a sense, control the way they think and the way they feel. What, what are some ways, some tropes that you see Christians sort of slipping into that, that trap of having things have authority in your life? Well, I think it most often comes, if, I, if, if I'm answering the question the way I think I hear, hear you asking it, I think the way it most often comes is, is um, almost subconsciously. So it's, it's, it's listening to things. So I'll put it this way, because this is such an easy target right now, but it's, it's true. If you're listening to one to two hours of news a day, whether it's talk radio or, or a, a podcast where they're doing news or whatever the case may be, if you're listening to one or two hours of that a day and you're reading your Bible 10 minutes, that's right. A, that's a problem, mm -hmm. uh, and, and I'm not. And, and I'm not in that sense advocating, you know, people reading their by that saying you should read your Bible this amount of time or only listen to this amount of time. Right. But it, it's it's what is having predominant mm -hmm. influence in your life. And I don't know how it is for you guys, but for me, when I notice I'm slipping into those things, is one of the telltale signs, one of the early telltale signs for me where I can kind of catch it and stop it or maybe just realize it is how often I'm thinking of certain things, how mm -hmm. often my mind is concentrated on it. Like you said, like, you know, you may listen to something for only an hour, but you know, what, how much of your day is spent thinking about that thing? Yeah. How much of your time is spent just thinking about how do, I, how do I feel about this? What do I think about this? How do you know? Or discussing with people. And that's one thing where I've noticed for myself is when I notice my mind being more focused on worldly things than kingdom things, mm. and that's a huge mm -hmm. telltale sign. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, um, that's how I can tell, too. Um, I've been binge-watching a show lately. So as I was working today, I was thinking about that show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, hmm, I wonder why this happened and why whatever. And, and it really caught my attention because I'm like, wow. I yeah. am spending way too much time thinking right. about the show right, right. more than I'm thinking about kingdom things. So, right. and, and and while the, it may be what you're saying and what I'm about to use as an example is not really an example of the authority thing so much as it, it kind of illustrates what happens with authority. Is I've used the example before of playing video games, mm -hmm. and and if I play it long enough, then I'll start seeing myself playing that mm -hmm. video game, you know, and um, and that's way it, that kind of thing works, and it's the same way with with news. Or if I'm listening to um, things that, that cause me to stir up uh, maybe passions in my life that shouldn't be there, it's 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 you're spending too much you know energy and time on those things. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I had a thought. Go ahead, no, share it. Share I don't it. even know if I have a clear thought on that. Oh, you just you did that <laughs> that, like, mm. that thing where you take a breath. I know. In, um, I gotta think of on ponder on that one. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> well, and, and I think another aspect of it too is sometimes we can, you know, even though I, I tried to do I tried to do due diligence on Sunday morning in identifying some of those authorities that are in our life. And once again, some of them aren't aren't bad. They're good, like teachers or mm -hmm. parents or law mm -hmm. enforcement, whatever. Uh, those aren't nece necessarily negative. They're usually in most cases good. What we probably should do is focus on what what the idea was. Was Jesus says, "Repent and believe the good news." Right. Jesus right. didn't say, "Repent and concentrate on getting evil out of your life." He said, "Repent and believe the good news." So he was focusing on filling yourself with the yeah. good news. Right. And one example I like to use is if you have a glass that's got dirt in the bottom of it, the way you get that dirt out of it is you don't shake and try to get the dirt out. You start putting water in there, and the more you push water in there, it'll eventually wash that dirt completely right. out. And that's the way it is with the good news. The yep. more you push, put the good news in you, it'll wash that other mm -hmm. stuff out. Yeah, and that, that kind of led into the, another point that you said that I wrote down that I think would be good to talk about here is you said we, 
maybe says something like this. He said, we must understand that the good news of the kingdom is the only good news. Yeah. And that nothing else should be in our hearts to that degree. How do you guys see that manifesting for us? I know you gave the example of politics where people get so enwrapped about politics that they think there's no, the only good thing that can happen is if so-and-so gets elected. Mm -hmm. how, it's, how Well, maybe even in your life, how, or how do you guys see us allowing other good news to maybe even supersede the good news that we're supposed to be living in and preaching about? Well, I just think it's along those same lines, but it could be in any area of our life. So, you know, if, 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 I, if I get a raise at work, then my life is going to be okay. Right. You know, or if, if, if this certain thing happens, everything is mm -hmm. going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You know, it may be beneficial to you in some ways, but it, we're starting to put our too much uh, emphasis on that authority or that thing that has influence mm -hmm. in our life. And so I, I think we just have to be really, really careful. What do you think is the root cause of that? What do you think? Because I don't think it's a, a malicious feeling or like mm -hmm. an antichrist feeling. It's just a, I mean, I, I really need this to be, to be complete, to get my life on track, to get everything going. I really need this promotion at work. What do you think is the, the root of those misdirected feelings? Yeah. I, I think both. One is, like I said a moment ago, it's a subconscious thing. People don't do it. Uh, intentionally it just it just sort of happens and then the other thing about it is is for for to fill yourself with the good news you do have to be intentional about it mm -hmm. you have to work at it. you know one of the greatest scriptures in the in in the new testament to me is there in hebrews where it says work to enter into his rest mm -hmm. you know that, that that seems like such a you know just a um counterintuitive it, yeah it does it seems counterintuitive to work to rest and and but that is exactly how to some degree this this works to enter into this you have to passionately pursue it yeah. and and it's not just going to happen because you wish it's not it's not magic mm -hmm. it it amazes me so many much of the time and i feel like maybe it's easier for me to see this just because of how my brain got how god's made my brain it's, i'm a very practical person but it, it just it's so funny to me how sometimes we as christians because uh, we deal with spiritual concepts of like faith and grace and things like that that we can think that every forward movement of our walk and every forward movement in in our lives is this ethereal we're going to pray and god's going to just download this it's going to be like some mm. some magical downloading some holy spirit downloading and that is part of it but so much of it and you even said this i think at the beginning of your sermon is that so much of it is practical as well or is practice as well mm. it's 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 a practice that we have to have in our lives and i think when we're out of practice a lot of times we can fall into those pitfalls of you know having other things and being of importance because yeah. we're not we're not practicing in those things we're not right. walking in those things right yeah yeah faith is a practice in the sense that it has a practical outline to it if if i say i believe something then i i'm going to have actions attitudes and um uh speech that's going to back that up yeah. and and um if I don't believe things, then I'm really not going to respond right. to it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, oh, let's talk about how Ooh. the let's talk about how the devil has authority. Because mm -hmm. you mentioned that um, the devil does have authority, and in what in what ways does the devil's authority affect us? Yeah. Uh, let me just read the scripture that I that I read that morning. It was from Ephesians two. It says, "He he made us alive who are dead in trespasses and sin, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience." So what what that um, that authority is is it's counter to the authority of God. So if God says, you know. Um, be the husband of one wife is it's going to be you know living in adultery and fornication and, and those kinds of things if, if he's saying you know uh put your faith and trust in god the enemy is going to work to get your faith and trust in other things right. <laughs> i'm pondering a lot of things over here okay well, and i think it's important that we can never forget we should never forget is is because of the authority given to us that we through God that we have a greater authority than him. Yeah. So we never have to if we're 
if we're submitting to the devil's authority and we're losing to the devil's authority, mm-hmm. it's not from a lack of resources and it's not from a lack of having the ability to overcome that authority. It's from a lack of us trying to and living living mm-hmm. in that power that we're given. Right. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, think think of the 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 amount of information but spiritual things that are available to us the enemy is going to always say things like well what god's saying is not true you're not healed you're not victorious you're not an overcomer you're you know you're not going to be at peace things are not going to work out well you should be anxious because the world's going to is, is falling apart you know things like and for me even things like to me this is this is in my opinion, is a demonic aspect of it is, is, you know, after the election, if this doesn't happen, you know, things are going to fall completely apart, right. you know. Right. Well, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in our country. I mean, you know, we, we've, we've lived a pretty blessed existence here in, in this nation for a number of years, but at the end of the day, Jesus is still on the throne, and he should be on the throne of our yeah, heart, right. regardless of how that impacts me on a personal right. basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it... it we almost put God in a box. We really do put God in a box where that's concerned. Mm-hmm. I was talking to, I think it was on Sunday at, at lunch, and we were talking about worship, and we're ta- I was talking about this teaching that I was listening to Brian Johnson give about he was doing a church service where he had to be in like a 15-minute time window. He had 15 minutes. He didn't have like 15 minutes, and if you feel the Spirit go, he had 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And as you know, Bethel... Their whole thing is spontaneity. Is mm-hmm. they'll, they'll have a song of, you know, um, whatever, um, uh, King of My Heart on YouTube, and it won't be a five-minute song. It'll be a 25-minute song because mm-hmm. of all the spontaneity. And he said he had to shift his thinking to thinking that the only way that God can move is in a 25-minute song. And mm-hmm. he, he, he said this phrase that's really stuck with me because I always think about this phrase in, like, terms of like cancer and stuff like that mm-hmm. but he said god is bigger than a 15 minute time frame right we, god is so much bigger than that and the, the same thing with that is god is so much bigger than who gets elected for president right. god is so much bigger than what the status of our job is mm-hmm. god is so much bigger than all those things and we put god in a box mm-hmm. whenever we had that mentality of well for things to start getting better in my life even for, for I want to start giving in ties and giving more money and the only way that's going to happen is if I get this promotion or the only way that things are going to be right in my life is if these certain circumstances happen and I feel like we so often put God in a box when we do that mm-hmm. yeah for sure for sure and and I, and I think too I mean you know on the on the other side of it we we can't be like foolish in in this respect like well, I don't like the the fact that my boss told me I got to start coming in at eight instead of nine, so I'm going in quitting tomorrow, and and, and I'm just going to expect God to to, right. to, to meet my needs. Right. Know? But but having said that, I'm not talking about the foolishness, but it's exactly like you say. I, I can't put my faith and the confidence in in whether or not um, I'm going to get the. A, uh, the raise at work or the promotion at work or whatever or because or I have to see that my source really isn't mm-hmm. that. Right. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say that is if you're looking for things of this world to provide for you then Come you're <laughs> yeah. you, the, the, there is a provider in our lives and it's not our job it's not uh, who makes the laws in our government there is mm-hmm. one provider and our trust should be ultimately in him above anything else. Yeah. And I think another one we're, we're talking specifically about the um you know, we were talking specifically about satanic influence and the, the authority of that. One of them that I mentioned too that I think that I think is hugely important, just because of the way sometimes teaching comes down, is 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 people putting a, a lot of faith in the sinful nature mm-hmm. that that we cannot live apart and above and stronger yeah. than um, the sinful nature. You know, and and and. Uh, God has given us the ability. He's given us the Holy Spirit, and yeah. the Holy Spirit is greater than the sinful yeah. nature. Right. And the Holy Spirit can help us to live uh, victorious over sin. I'm not anyway advocating that you'll never make a mistake or slip or anything like that. I'm not talking about that. But I don't have to live giving mm-hmm. in to uh, yeah. sinful behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. We often say things like, well, I just couldn't control myself or I couldn't stop yeah. myself. And yeah. that's kind of the same thing as like saying that you weren't strong enough to yeah. overcome that sinful nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you, <laughs> you just looked at me funny. <laughs> no, I, um, I have lived that life of thinking that I could not overcome sin and that there was like 
I, I, I got everything else out except for this one thing. And then I just realized that I'm technically not producing the fruit of the Spirit if there's no self-control mm-hmm. and there's no self-discipline and that kind of thing. And so what has to happen is more of the Spirit. Yeah. That's what has yeah, to happen. Exactly. exactly. It's yeah. more of the Spirit. It's not... I'm going to control myself. I'm going right. to get myself in right. line. And I'm Such gonna a get, great point. But yeah. I'm going to just dive more into right. the spirit. And then before I knew it, I didn't long for that anymore. And yeah. I didn't want that anymore. And so it right. wasn't a choice anymore. Right. I've got to get this out of my life. It's just it became easier to say no to it. Right. And that's, for me, that's a, like the example of the dirt in the bottom of yeah. the glass. You know, you, 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 a lot of times we're trying to get that dirt yeah. out of the bottom of the glass, but instead just pour yeah. the Holy Spirit yeah. in there. Yeah. He washes that stuff Amen. out. And that kind of goes along to like towards the end of your sermon. And you're going to have to help me with these because these points weren't exactly like pithy. They are more right. like longer points. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, pithy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was going to say something, but. <laughs> um, you, you said, you know, you were talking about how we walk mm-hmm. in communion with the correct authority in our lives. And the right. first thing you said, you said it's the tune of like, the more we walk in and associate with the truth or in the kingdom mm-hmm. uh, is the more that we will be in belief. Right. The more you, in that sense, the more you read it, the more you're going to believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have to have it. The word of God is powerful. You know, it's, 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 it's the same English words that every other book has, yeah. but because there's an anointing on that word, the spirit, the, that, the, the, my, Jesus said his words, his words have spirit and they have yeah. life. Yeah. And so when, when those words are read and when they're spoken, they have power. And I can't explain how that works. I don't fully understand all of it. But when we begin to walk and associate with that, it, it, it actually, we begin that act of repentance. We begin right. to change our way of thinking. Well, and it's associating, and this works in a physical way as well. So, like, um, my wife Kim had this friend that was living here, Gabby. And um, I don't think I've even brought this up to her, but um, her, her and her would talk a lot and be friends a lot. And I noticed that like the more the more they, be, they became friends, like she would like pick up little things mm-hmm. from her, like mm-hmm. little sayings or whatever. Yeah. And the more you spend, the more and that happens with everybody. The more you spend time with someone, the more that they affect mm-hmm. you, and the more that they rub off on you, and you even pick up their mannerisms or right. their sayings or things that they say. And if we're wondering why we don't pick up the things from God, we don't pick up the things from the kingdom, his attributes, his aspects, the way he thinks, it's because we're not spending enough time with him. Right. We're not associating with him enough. If it, the more we associate with him, the more that we take on his attributes. Yeah. Exactly. And I think Jesus said it best when he was like, of course he did. <laughs> he always says it best. But he says, I'm only doing what I see the Father doing. I'm only saying what I you know, hear the Father saying. Right. So if we're spending time with Jesus, then we would pick up those mannerisms right, more right, than we would pick right. up things of this world. For sure. And we would only be doing what we see Jesus Absolutely. doing and saying what Jesus is Absolutely. saying. And yeah. 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 Second thing, I, no, this is the last one I have. You have to read the other two. Okay. Uh, realize, realize that the kingdom supersedes all other authorities. Yeah, the kingdom authority supersedes all other authorities. And to me, that's one of those things that people will say, well, yeah, Sure, obviously, I know that. But I think that's one of those things, there's a disconnect in us knowing it intellectually and us living that in our lives. Exactly right. And I can't say any better than that. It, it, that it, there's, there's that almost philosophical, theological acceptance of it, but to actually put it into practice in my life, yeah. I, I don't believe that. I, I, I don't walk in that belief. No, I, I just keep, when I hear authority, the Lord spoke to me uh, a couple weeks ago about you know, just allowing the enemy to move in on our turf, like as a church. And I just, I want to get to that place, and I'm not saying I'm there, but that faith that says I am tired of just kind of playing that defense and authority. Mm. Like I want to say yeah. that because Jesus Christ lives inside of me, yes. I'm going to tell you that you yes. don't have authority, and I'm actually going to back you up yes. now. Yeah. And Absolutely. I'm just tired of him coming like and Absolutely. backing us up, and we just kind of like, you know, just play defense all the time. And Absolutely. I think it's time for the church to really walk in that authority yeah, and say, stop, right. and you don't get to go any further, right. and we're going to back you up. Our, ba- our backs are not against the wall. Come on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, kingdom is, the kingdom is supposed to be on be, the offense. And we're supposed yeah. to be advancing exactly. the kingdom. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. One of the thought on that, too, is for me, one of the things where this... This, this realizing the kingdom of authority supersedes all authority. 
One of the things that's is, is a little bit disconcerting to me sometimes working with believers, Christian people, is they will play trump cards, so to speak, with the things that they're going through. So they'll say, yeah, but you don't know what I'm really right. going through. Right. This this situation I'm going through is, but you don't really understand, mm -hmm. so you really can't speak into right. it. Okay, yeah. that's right. I get that. I may not have experienced exactly what you're experiencing, mm -hmm. but kingdom authority supersedes all right. other authority. Right. So it doesn't matter whether or not I've actually experienced it. I'm telling you, the kingdom's authority yep. is greater than yep. whatever you're, whatever yep. a person yep. is facing. Yep. Yep. And I, and I think that just to me that comes from just a lack of training. And mm. and I mean it in this way, like when when soldiers go through basic training, they put them in like live fire situ mm -hmm. simulations and like screaming at them and high pressure situations so that way when they're on the battlefield and they're faced with gunfire that they don't freeze they don't they know what they're supposed to do they know where they're training but they train them so stringently so that when they're in the moment when they're in the heat of it that 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 training is in in there so we have to train in that same way we have to train ourselves and those certain things. So, so it, we, yeah, we believe it, but that way that we're in the moment, we're in the fire, that we don't back down and cower and, mm -hmm. and search for other, you know, authorities, other ways of escape. That we look to Him and, yeah. and move in those, in those, uh, and move in that authority that He gives us. Yeah. Good. Number three. What uh, was number three? Here, uh, give the voice of God preeminence and priority in your life. Sometimes we allow. Uh, the immediate nature of other voices yeah. yes. uh, to to creep in, and we'll listen to that because it's loud or because it's it's immediate, or know? it tells us what we want to hear. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it could be that too for sure. Yeah, and, and it overshadows the, it overshadows the supremacy, the superiority of the of the truth, and we will just step into it, and and we just need to understand that the um, uh, we need to give the voice of God preeminent. You know. Merit has this thing that she says when, when, when you're dealing with something in your life and it starts making you feel this just uneasy, weird, you know, ugly feeling, uh, you know, like you feel guilty or you feel like less than, less than, than, you know, just some of those types of feelings, you know it's not the conviction of the Holy right. Spirit because the Holy Spirit doesn't operate right. that way. And right. so you need, you, that's when you have to say, that's not the voice I want to listen yeah. to, you know. And, and, and so I think it's, it's those kinds of things we have to recognize that that voice is not God's voice. And say, I'm just not going to listen to mm -hmm. it, you know. It's funny how just poignant little children's rhymes can be. Be yeah. careful, little ears, what you hear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and just that whole song is, we just have to be so, and I'm speaking to myself as well, so careful of what we input into our yeah. minds through, through sight, through hearing, through reading, you know, just we have to be so careful of the input we have because it, it just we don't we don't realize just how deep of an effect it can have. Even mm -hmm. something that seems innocuous, something that doesn't seem that's not specifically saying don't believe in God, you know, mm -hmm. don't have faith. It's, it's things that just don't seem bad can still have such negative effects. We yeah. have to be just so careful of the things that we ingest into our hearts. Yeah, big time. Good. I, I think it's even um, like a step further than that. Even like you said, it could be good things, but if he is not preeminent, if he's not the one you're turning to for answer, counsel, whatever, or the authority, then maybe that's not what the Lord... I mean, it could be good advice for some yeah. people, mm -hmm. and it could be what they did with their children or what they did in that situation. But unless you hear that from God, and God is saying, yes, I want you to move in that way... Right. I mean, wrong that's why he should be the right. voice. Right, exactly. Yep. The yep. voice. Yep. 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 Good. All right, number four. Uh, the final one was, and this actually uh, as, as a lead into this coming week's sermon, is begin to live and walk in the authority that he's given us. Mm. So uh, yes. we have authority, and we need to, to walk in that authority. So, you know, Jesus said that he gave us the keys to the kingdom. Yeah. And the gates of hell shall not, you know, whatever we loose in heaven, loose on earth shall be loose in heaven, what we bind on earth shall be bound. And, and those aren't just empty words. Those aren't just raw, raw moments. Those right. have actual meaning. Yep. And, and we need to walk in that. Yeah, to me, the most, like, challenging scriptures in the Bible aren't, like, you know, how you need to live your life or the things you do. The, the most challenging scriptures in the Bible are when you read the things that God tell, 
that Jesus tells us that we can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The power and the authority that he's given to right. us. Yeah. And the reason why it's challenging to me is because what it's saying, what Jesus is saying is you should be walking in these yeah. things. You should mm-hmm. be doing these things. These things should, you should be manifesting these things. And that's, right. that is super challenging. Right. And for me, one of the things that's the most disconcerting is, is when we don't, do, I'm talking about the church, when the church don't do that, it's easier to blame God yeah. than it is to say, you know, we're really just not walking in the fullness Come of on. what he's given us. We'll say, well, it must not be his will. Right. That's right. not what right. he's right. doing right. or whatever. We, we, I would rather blame myself yeah. and myself personally. I'd rather right. say, you know, if, if I'm not walking in the fullness of this, this ain't God's fault. Right. Right. You know, it's mine. And, and you know, he's, he's a God of grace, so he's not angry or upset right. with me or, or going to treat me like, a, you know, improperly. He's going to still love me and help bring me along. But I have to realize the issue isn't with him. Right. The issue is with me yeah. and, and begin to address that. I, I agree with you on that as far as um, the challenging part because I agree with like the Lord has helped me to walk a holy life or you know a sanctified life and that kind of thing but really the challenge is when he says lay hands on the sick and, and they, they shall, will they shall recover yeah. casting out demons yeah. like that kind of stuff it's like we should be walking in right. that stuff right. and if we're not walking in that that's not him that's us right and, and so we try how do to we find start ex- walking in that authority? right and we try to we try to find excuses right other than looking at myself, right. you know, and, 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 and saying, you know, God's provided all of that. Right. If there's a if there's a breakdown, it's not with God. That's right. You know. Which is why a couple of weeks ago I was I was saying that like I'm really dealing with the Lord on believing the good news. Not necessarily yeah. the good news for my life, right. but walking in the good news to mm. show it to other people. Yeah, yeah. Not just by yeah. a good witness. Yeah. I'm saying like laying hands on them and they recover and casting out devils and stuff right. like that. If I'm walking in that good news, then I should be able to do that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully Sunday you'll bring the. I plan on it. You'll walk out sneak, of here and be able to know sneak exactly peek for Sunday, do. sneak peek for next uh, podcast, I guess. <laughs> yes. What are we talking about? Amen. Yeah. So anything else? Maybe you wanted to cover in that? No. Did anybody <laughs> say anything that we need to discuss? Uh, no. Uh, 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 just you know, obviously this event coming this week and the the. Um, uh, Thanksgiving, we're calling it the, um, uh, the, the, the really want people to come back to church, but it's a, a Thanksgiving celebration, uh, is going to be the 22nd of November. We had to move it to the 22nd. Uh, that's the day where, which is the Sunday before Thanksgiving. We tried, we've tried to get away from that in years past, but this year it's different. Everything's different, you yeah. know? And so, um, we're doing it on the 22nd and we're going to do an outdoor service. So and it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool Jesus. weather. It's not going to be 90. Uh, so people can, you know, people that are doing the social distancing and feel like they can't be in that, they can sit in their car. Right. We're going to have food. If you want to stay here and eat, you can eat. If you want to take it with you, you can. Wow. So uh, th- there'll be an opportunity. In other words, if come. you want to come, if you want to come, you can come. Right. Yeah. If you want to come, there's no excuse not to. That's <laughs> what we're saying. <laughs> oh, I, I want to add an addendum to uh, our conversation from a couple weeks ago about when you're allowed to celebrate Christmas. Oh. The only way you're allowed to celebrate Christmas before Thanksgiving is in gift buying. You're allowed to buy gifts before Thanksgiving. Oh. Because well, you kind of have to. Yeah. You sort of have I'm to. I'm not good at that, though. Like, You're a last-minute person? Yes, because you, if I buy a gift right now, I'll give it to that person. Are, are you saying that it, because I accidentally gave you one of your gifts <laughs> in advance? Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. He just gave up. Like he, he, I didn't even... Hey, it was an accident. Yeah. He just, like, he... He, he had, told you what it was, or he gave yeah. it to you? Yeah. No, I gave it to him. Yeah. Uh, uh, I bought him, I bought him a, a, a Tampa Bay Lightning championship hat. Yeah. Uh, and... And it arrived on a Sunday, and it was out front. And, he said, and so he, when he came in the house, he said, it was at the front door. We, Mary and I never come in the front door. And says, why are you getting something from the NHL? He said, did you get some clothing or something? I said, yeah, I got a hat or something. He said, it was a championship hat? Said, yeah, I got it. And I said, forget it. Yeah. I, I'm never going to think this. <laughs> well, what's so, funny is, like, if he had just, because I was like, you mean open it for you? I mean, let you open it. Because... I, I, I'm big on that. Like, if I order something, let me open it. Right. I want to enjoy right. it. So, like, do you want to open it for it? All he had to do is like, yeah, I'll open it later. Then I would, like, set it aside and yeah. not thought of it again. <laughs> I'm not, I have, I have to wait till, like, a couple weeks before Christmas because I will get, my mom can buy a gift a year ahead of time, like, December yeah. 26th. And That's she will save you. it yeah. all the way Kim's to December 26th. Kim's mom last year 
gave us our Christmas presents like a week and a half before Christmas. <laughs> Just because she wanted us to have it. Yeah. She didn't know she was seeing us today. She was excited for us to open it. She gave Is it to okay? us. Is that okay? I mean, yeah. Is that legal? Yeah. In, in your, it's after in, Thanksgiving. In your legalistic <laughs> Christmas world. As long, yeah, as long as it's not before Thanksgiving. I'm free when it comes to Christmas. Amen. Hey, <laughs> Me too. I live in freedom. I walk in grace. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I got nothing else. I'm done. I gotta go get the pulled pork ready. Did anybody say anything? Because you didn't. Uh, not since no. We they, killed. They we are. Ki- they leave. We killed our viewership when we uh, talked about spiritual stuff. When we started, when we went to the sermon, they quit. <laughs> started cooking dinner. <laughs> All right, well, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. We like so- the rest of you. Um, see you Sunday. Be already in prayer about this Sunday. Get with the church office or get with Julie about Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Help if you can. If you if you're available, if you're not working, if you're available, please help. Yeah. And you get an extra hour of sleep this week. Ooh. And if people have already signed up in that slot, you can still come and Oh help. yeah, come yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hang out. And, and in fact, if you're a better worker, we'll fire the one that's there. Amen. And hey, even start, even though it's a back to church where it implies people that go to church, even you can even start inviting people that don't normally right. go yes. to a church. Sorry. Actually, we're handing out uh, flowers for that on Saturday. Yeah. So be, you want us to invite people to church? Be even inviting people right now. You know, get get it in their minds. Get make, sign into a contract to be here by then. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye.